listeners, it's Monday night. Well, actually, it's Tuesday night already, and it's time for the Podcast Detected Season 4 mini episodes. I'm your host, Liz, and this is episode 4. Today, I want to share a few thoughts with you about Mission 7, Does Your Mother Know, and Mission 8, with a little help from my friends. Also, since unfortunately we don't have any listener call-ins to play for you, you are going to hear Lindley and me trying to ace the official Able Township Runners quiz. As always, stay tuned for footnotes. In Mission 7, we are on our way to save a lost child. Like the good old days of season one. Uh, and we are on our way together with Owen. And in mission eight, we are on a supply run for Maxine. And because Runner 5 is such a badass hero, we end up rescuing Ian, the reporter from season two. Uh, the side mission was called Time's New Roaming. I don't remember the number, but we meet him again and we rescue him. Yay! Uh, both of these missions are <clears throat> more standard than a lot of the stuff we've been doing in Season 3 and in Season 4 so far. Uh, they're, you know, more or less regular runs and not something super secret or a mission to take out a big bad evil boss or uh, a mission to receive some crucial secret information that is important for a cure. It's, it's more like, they're more like a filler episode on a TV show. Like these monster of the week episodes that we usually get in between, you know, main main storyline episodes, and you know, just like a good filler episode, um, these missions still manage to move the plot forward in a way and give important background information on the characters and also do world building. Mission Seven is a good example for that. Um, we get to know more about Owen and about his life before the zombie outbreak in Australia and about his mom, uh, who he is sure is still alive on her farm. And it's been important for me personally to get to know more about Owen because he was one of these characters where I don't really know uh, if I liked him or not. So I'm, I'm very biased towards Owen, but still it was great to have more background information on his character and where he comes from. So, yeah, I, I like that about, about Mission 7. Also, in Mission 7, we dive deeper into the Netrafil plot, which is, honestly, at the moment, the storyline I'm most interested in. So, yeah, uh, that that's great. I like that, even though it's a filler episode. We also have another meeting with the Builder. And this time, the Builder who happens to be in that house already and happens to, I don't know, you know, he appears more than a little shady at the moment. I don't know. Um, Owen voices some concerns about him and so does Sam and personally I think I I did right not to trust this guy. Like I, I will keep an eye on him. I'm very intrigued to see where the story what way the story will progress with this character. Now mission eight, with a little help from my friends. By the way, I love that we are back to having episodes, having missions with names of songs. 
Especially when I liked a song, and I really like With a Little Help from My Friends, so yay! We have Maxine as our operator, and that's always nice. And there's Kyton, who starts to grow on me, I guess, with every mission he appears in. He's crazy, but at the same time, he seems to really enjoy this whole zombie apocalypse thing, and I, I respect that. And he helps Run Five to get some nunchucks. And nunchucks are awesome. The favorite part in, in the mission for me was when either it was Kyton or Owen, who also appears um, in the Comshack later, suggests parkouring around the zombies to escape, which, I mean, I guess Runa 5 might be able to do that because Runa 5 is pretty awesome, but I'm not so sure about the reporter guy. I don't think he's up to it. We also have Kimia. She also makes some great suggestions and helps out and all four of them have different ideas what to do and Maxine gets super uh, distracted and confused and then Janine and Paula come to the rescue and everything is great and everyone is rescued. Shout out to Steph aka uh, Sam Yaus on Tumblr who mentioned us in her post about this run and says, I quote, literally way too many people in a com shack. Yes, indeed, you're right. I love this mission. Um, I think of all the missions we had, this was one of my favorite. Not only because the world building, so we learn about the upcoming elections and how the rumors about the potential cure in freelancers, people and stuff, but also that the side characters get more fleshed out and get the chance to shine. So yeah, that's it for these two missions. They were nice. I like them. I like to have something more like an everyday run. We didn't have that in a while and I appreciate it. So great missions. I'm looking forward to see what comes next. Hi listeners. So this is Lindley and me, Liz, and we are doing the Able Township Runners Quiz. Da -da -da -da. We have not been doing this before. We have no idea what to expect. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm sure it'll be good, but I hope I don't die. I feel like I'm going to die. The question is, how well will you survive the zombie apocalypse? Not well at all. Nope, nope, nope. Okay, let's, let's, let's just click begin, okay? Okay, question one. You are out in the field when you come across the following supplies. You are only able to carry one item. Please choose which item you would take. Okay, so you have a broken cell phone. Well, that's pointless. Tinned beans, a warm winter jacket, an intact laptop, clean bandages, baseball bat, ammunition, and penicillin. Penicillin you can trade for other things. Like, I feel like that's something really important. Yeah. I think we don't need ammunition. Like, I don't have a gun. I don't know how to shoot a gun. And a baseball bat could easily be replaced by a rock. Like, you could throw a rock. Um, I'm thinking a jacket. Yeah, like, it's jacket keeps you warm. You can put stuff in the pockets. Yeah, and if, if it's England, you're going to need a jacket, right? Like, Yeah. Okay, I'm saying jacket. Yeah, I'm going to go with jacket as well here. Okay. Oh my god, are we going to get the same answers every time? <laughs> oh, let's try not. <laughs> Question two. Now, please choose the, op the one option from the list below which best describes what you would do with the supplies you're unable to carry. That's not... I'm never unable to carry any supplies. Yeah, I'm runner you five. Can, you can only I take... I duct tape that to my leg. 
yeah, suspend your disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> so will we destroy, scatter the supplies to prevent them from falling into enemy hands? Oh, that's stupid. Maybe I want to come back. Yeah. Store them as safely as possible and mark the location with appropriate field sign. I don't know anything about field signs. Inform your operator of their location, place them inside a waterproof container and bury them. Depending on what they are, I would just store them as safely as possible because chances are I wouldn't have a waterproof container and yeah. why would I take the time to bury them? Enemies, my worst enemy, let's be honest, even with New Canton and everyone, my worst enemy when it comes to some bandages or an axe is going to be the zombies. Like, I'm going to store them as safely as possible. And I think they will not, it, it will not be just this one thing of clean bandages that will bring my downfall. Exactly. And I mean, enemy hands. But I think I would inform my operator of the location so he can send somebody while I'm running back, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm taking C. Okay. Which one did you take? I took store them as safely as possible. Okay, question three. You encounter three runners from a different township at a distance of approximately 200 meters. They have not yet noticed you, but are carrying weaponry and gathering supplies from a friendly cache. Uh, do you attempt to pick them off one at a time in order to retrieve the supplies, avoid them entirely, approach them, aiming to bargain for some of the supplies, inform your operator of the situation and wait for at a safe distance for further instructions. It's a different township, like not an yeah. unfriendly one. So I would tell my operators so they could get in contact with them and see what's see what's going on because maybe we could like trade. Yeah, like and if, if I, I think hiding or a safe distance would be good because these guys have guns, right? right? Yeah. And why would I try to pick them off one at a time? That's so mean. Like this is the zombie apocalypse. This isn't war. You know what Jack says? Run the heck away, live another <laughs> day. So. <laughs> oh, Jack, you've never been more intelligent. So I'm going with inform your operator. Yeah, me too. I think that's a good idea. When in doubt, tell Sam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or Nadia. <laughs> maybe maybe Nadia as well. <laughs> okay, number four. You and your partner encounter crawling zombies while out on an assignment in a flat field without trees or buildings. The zombie seems to be on its own. Do you distract the zombie while your partner circles in it, circles it in order to attack from behind? Ignore the zombie. No, these are bad answers. Ignore the zombie. Bad idea. Line the tall grass in order to catch the zombie for research or shoot the zombie. Shoot the zombie. No. Sorry. No, I'm going to. Fuck crawlers. Done. Nope. Okay, Double tap. I'm going to distract the zombie while my partner, which will without a doubt be the wonderful Sarah Smith. <laughs> well, unless it's season three. Shush. And I'm going to distract it and she will take care of it. That's how we always do it. I'm shooting it. Double tap. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I, I don't, I have no sympathy for crawlers. And if it attracts running zombies, I will take them over crawlers. <laughs> well, let's see which method works best. Because maybe there are more crawlers and they will only get, oh. you know, oh. attracted to you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you were out in the field and your partner has suffered a broken leg. This renders her unable to return to Abel until, uh, until the injury is healed. Please identify which of the following actions you should take first. Cut off the leg. <laughs> okay, this isn't Jack and Eugene in this situation. So okay. we have five <laughs> options and that is not one of them. Okay. <laughs> so the first one is tend to these injuries until such time as they are healed enough to allow a return to Abel. 
Access the extent of your assess the extent of the par- your partner's injuries on your own. Seek shelter. Mark your shelter clearly for rescuing the appropriate field sign. Uh, use your shelter. Secure your shelter against incursion. This What's seems incursion? more like a checklist than options. Incursion would be like um, attack. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Why no, did you write attack? <laughs> this is like this is like a instructions on what to do. Assess the extent yeah. of your partner's injuries, tend to these injuries, seek shelter, mark your shelter, and secure your shelter. That but, is literally instructions on what to do. But the other way around. First, seek shelter, mark the sh- uh, secure the shelter, mark the shelter, well, tend the injuries. If your partner's injuries, if it's just like a twisted ankle, yeah. you can probably get back. But like, yeah, if it's bad, you should seek shelter first. Okay, so I am going to... Oh, t- which action you should take first. So they're assuming that we'll do all of these. Just oh, no, that, now it's interesting because you said the first thing would be to assess the extent of your partner's injuries or your own. Like, because if it's a bad thing, you're going to want to get shelter. But if it's a good thing, you're not like, that's my thinking, my reasoning. Yeah, it's, it's, it's um, I mean, I guess the first thing would be to find out how bad it is so yeah that that kind of makes sense yeah no i'm going to i'm going to seek shelter first just so we have something you know different okay and we don't take oh well <laughs> the next question but anyway uh you're out in the field and your partner has suffered a broken leg this renders her unable to return to able until the injury is healed please identify which of the of the following actions you should take last, last. I think it's the same answer as before. (laughs) I think, I think the last one would be to tend the injuries, right? Or maybe to mark the shelter. Okay, I think it would be to tend to injuries, at least for me, because you've gotten shelter, you've secured yourself, so you need to take care of your person, or you've determined that it's not bad enough, so you need to take care of them so they can get back. That's my thinking. The the question is. Do you expect people to, like, do you rather speculate on people to rescue you? Because then the first thing you have to do is to, you know, like you have to mark the shelter clearly well, before tending on... to the injury. No, but when I'm assessing the partner's injuries, yeah. that will determine whether I need to find shelter or whether I can just deal with them and then head straight back to Abel. So the last thing I'll do is tend to the injuries regardless of whether I'm going back to Abel or whether I've already found shelter. See? Eh? Eh? Yeah, but if, you have, <laughs> if, 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 if the person is really, really... I mean, if, if the wound is really bad, you might first try to tend the injuries, and then once the other person is stable... Well, it's a broken leg. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I can see that. Yeah, I kind of agree. Yeah, if it's a broken leg, then it might not be that bad. Like, as long as the bone is still inside the skin, we're good, right? Right. <laughs> oh, no. Please identify the correct meaning of the pictured field sign. It's like a little teardrop or raindrop. Um, leaving transmission range, not safe after dark, clean water, danger ahead. Clean water. 
Yeah, it doesn't. Everything else doesn't make sense. I feel it, like it, yeah, these field signs need to be kind of intuitive. Oh my god, there's another field sign. Oh no, <laughs> we're gonna die, okay. Liz. So the other field sign <laughs> is a cross. It's it's a circle with a cross, and then there is another or an X, and then there's another X outside the circle, and there is a an arrow going from the inside X to the outside X. Uh, I would say that one is leaving transmission range. That's what I was thinking. The other options are not safe after dark, clean yeah. water, or danger ahead. And I think it's leaving transmission range too. Under which of the following circumstances is a runner permitted to remove their headset? One, while undergoing medical examination. A, B, under safe, once safely through Abel's gates. C, during a designated rest period. The ones within sight of Able Township. Safely through Able's gates. Because you Isn't wouldn't be there? in a rest period or doing a medical examination unless you're through the gates. I think with the medical examination, it's more like if you're out and... and I would say keep the headset on regardless until you're through Able's gates. Because I... Yeah, I mean, I think we can all agree that runner. once within sight of Able Township is, is, is rubbish. Hmm? I mean, the, the one once within sight of Abel. Oh, that's, yeah. No, that's don't take it off until you're... Yeah, no. I also don't think while undergoing medical examination. Why? That's, that's weirdly specific. Yeah. I, I think it's once you're safely through Abel's gates. But then again, don't we have some missions and episodes where the runners are clearly wearing their headsets inside the gates? But... Um, you're permitted to remove your headset, not required to. I don't know, because maybe if it's just during a rest period where they're like, okay, now you can take it off, but everything else, just keep it. So in case of emergency, we can immediately call you to the gate. But they have the overhead speakers. True. I mean, I'm going to say once safely through Abel's gates. Is this all from the book? The maybe ebook that I haven't read all the way through? <laughs> I, w I would be such a bad runner. I'm sorry, Janine. I'm sorry, Sam. Me too. Okay, you are out in the field when you notice your headset is not behaving as expected. Which of the following actions should you take? Remove your headset to prevent any further damage. Report the malfunction to your operator and wait for further instructions. Attempt to repair the headset. Check for any nearby sources of interference. I think first I report the malfunction. Yeah. Because when in doubt, report to Sam. Yeah, right? that's the most important thing. You need you need the base to know that you're not fully, yeah. you know, your headset's not fully working, and then you can do everything else. Yeah, and if they don't respond, then you check for interference and attempt to repair it. And all. Yeah, I mean, you will have to do all the other things anyway, but first you do report. Oh, no, okay. Oh, here's, here's what we got. Okay, um, your answer. I got six out of ten. If you scroll down to the bottom, you can ha! see. I got 8 out of 10. What? <laughs> okay, let's see where... It mm -hmm. is during a designated rest period. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm not going to be a runner. Sorry, guys. I retire. We should have taken the ammunition. We should no. have stored. Winter jacket. I still say a winter jacket is the better decision. I am arguing with you on this. Six to start. <laughs> I disagree. Winter jacket is more logical because... Bullets can't keep you warm in the middle of winter. Just saying. Just yeah, right. Throwing that out there. 
you're wrong, Six to start. I am right. Uh, then you were right. <laughs> we should store the uh, supplies as safely as possible and mark the location. I got mm-hmm. that all wrong. Uh, then three, inform the operator of the situation and rate. Yeah, we had that. Ah, correct answer was the crawler. Distract the zone while your partner circles. No, I just want to get rid of that thing as fast as possible. <laughs> Also, uh, fifth question was the one, what would you do first if your partner hurts her? Seek shelter. Seek hmm. shelter, yes. But sometimes assessing their injuries can just be like glancing and be like, oh, you're fine, let's go. We were <laughs> correct in the other question about the hurt runner, then the, yeah. the signs we did, right? And then it's during the designated rest period. Yay! What? What? Eight out of ten. Ugh, Eight well, out of ten. I already decided I'm going to die in a zombie apocalypse anyway if it ever happens. So this just confirms my suspicions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, there are different rules for me because I live in a mountain. So there would be, you know, you have to have a winter jacket. That's like, you yeah. can't. This, this, is, this is murder. Something that I didn't like about the walk. You have the people just walking through. I don't know, like a snowfield on top of the mountain. Yeah, I'm like, no, 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 you're, no. You're, you're gonna die. You're, you're dead. <laughs> you're not surviving this. I'm sorry. Oh, I guess these are because they um, did a serialization of the runner's guide. And so this is um, a little quiz to uh, see how well you've read the runner's guide. Oh, I think we did fine. We didn't read it and we still got I, I eight mean, out of technically, ten. I failed. I would have to repeat my course, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I still really disagree on the ammo. I'm gonna have to say winter jacket all the way. Sorry, six to start, Naomi, whoever made this quiz and the runner's guide. I'm I'm arguing with Evan. I think Evan wrote the runner's guide. I'm arguing with him right here. He would say ammo though. He would. He's biased. <laughs> He's biased. Winter jacket, more important. You heard it right here, everyone. Winter jacket is your most important and fashionable accessory in the zombie apocalypse. You're welcome. <laughs> I agree. There, so, see? We're from cold climates. We know this. Yeah. I'm from the mountains. Life's hard in the mountains. Yes. So, listeners, this was Liz and Lindley uh, taking the... Avril Township runners quiz and one of us did quite good and one of us did and one of us is going to die in the zombie apocalypse so so long cruel world and you know the drill listeners it's time for footnotes music as always is Rich Griff by Jason Kessler you can find the Able Township Runners Quiz on the official Zombies Run blog, but we will also link you to it, because why not? Uh, you can find Lindley on Tumblr, she's Lindley Joe, and on Twitter she is at Lindley Joe, because Lindley is creative. Uh, our podcast is on Tumblr as well, and on Twitter, uh, Podcast Detected, that's where you can find us. And if you want to be part of the next mini-episode, uh, send us a mail to waytomanypeopleinacomshack at gmail.com. As always, until Sunday night. Also, very sorry for the delay of the regular episode about the walk, but it's still in the making because 
it took us a while because stuff and things and we had to attend stuff and we were busy well you know as it is uh, i've been your host for tonight liz and you can find me on tumblr i'm collected sports bra and i'm also on twitter every now and then uh, at smart ichigo that's like to be smart the word smart and then the japanese word for strawberry but you can write it in romanji no kanji uh, that's it till next week bye bye